Welcome to episode 51 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's trying to manage just about everything, you're totally in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to hear all kinds of ways to make life calmer, more organized, and even happier. Hello, and welcome to our episode today. And thank you for being here. And today we're going to talk about something that's so incredibly common because sometimes, okay, most of the time, we're just not moving forward. We have something that we want to move forward on, whether it's cleaning the house, whatever it is, big, small, whatever it is, and we're stuck and we just can't seem to get there. We keep trying and we keep trying and it just doesn't work. And the reason why this happens is because there's a type of thinking that we all do. I mean, all of us really do this. And we, most of the time, don't even realize that we're doing it. So this episode is to just put it in front of you and to make you aware that you're probably doing this just like I do and almost everybody I know. Because once you realize what you're doing, the problem just kind of dissipates, you know, kind of like a cloud that just moves away and it's just gone. Because once you know what it is that you're doing, you could just tackle it and move on and get those important things accomplished. So let's talk about it in this episode. Hello, my friend. So good to be in your ear again. And I need to tell you that you know from listening to this podcast that we got a puppy not long ago, and it was so funny because as I'm trying to get ready for this episode, I always do an outline first. So when I start talking, I can just not pause. I could just keep going and I know what I'm telling you. But let me tell you, (laughs) trying to do this outline with this puppy was hysterical. So he's at my feet. And his leash, I have him on a leash at my feet because he's a little puppy. And if he's not on a leash, you know, (laughs) he's going to be making puddles all over the whole house. So he's on a leash and he's attached to the chair and he's getting all wound up in the chair. So (laughs) he can't move. And then I release him and I show him how to release himself and everything. And then, of course, he makes an accident, and then I take him out, and I think in all the time I spent to do this outline, I think I maybe got one bullet point done, and it it just reminded me of when I first started having kids, and you would think, oh, I have all this time, you know, I can get stuff done, but it's not the case, and having a child, I think, is a thousand times more challenging than having a puppy, But it reminded me of those first few days, you know, not first few days, first few weeks, months, years. But he's really cute. I'll have to show you pictures. He's adorable. He's a Kavapoo and he is sweet. I really wanted a sweet dog and he's calm and he's chill so I can forgive all the accidents. You know, it's just a puppy thing. So I love when life inspires my podcast episodes. You know, the way I decide on what to talk to you about is by my own life or talking to other people or just seeing what comes up because it's just so interesting to talk about real things, things that are impacting me, 
they're impacting my friends, whatever it is. And this week I had a pattern and I always love it when I have a pattern that happens because I feel like it's a message, you know, there's a message and I have to share it with you because it's all here for a reason, you know? And in this week, three things happened that I noticed a common thread about them. And they were all discussions with friends. And as I was putting together this podcast, I didn't think it would be right to actually tell you things that my friends have told me. So what I've decided to do instead was I made up three scenarios and we're going to pretend that these are the scenarios that my friends told me because they're very, very likely scenarios and they're things that, you know, a lot of us maybe have done. Okay. So let's talk about them as if they were happening to my friends. How about that? Let's talk about the first conversation. We'll call it friend number one. And for our first scenario, let's make it very, very likely. Maybe something that a lot of us have actually done this year. But let's say friend number one, let's just put it out there. She has not exercised since COVID has started. How many of you listening can relate? Because for all of us, exercising in COVID time has been either non-existent or just taken a lot of creativity. So let's pretend that this friend has done zero exercise, not a down dog, not a walk around the block, nothing. She has literally just been coping every day of her life and just trying to get through the one day and then the next day. So that was friend number one scenario. Again, very likely for so many of us moms. Now let's do friend number two scenario. And friend number two wants to take a class because, you know, there's so many wonderful online classes that are out there now, and she wants to register for one that's really going to change her life and help her get organized. It's really, really important to her that she take this class. The class she wanted to take is a self-paced course but she's very, very busy. So she said there is just no way on earth that she could take this class. Okay, in walks friend number three. I know I had a busy week, right? We'll have friend number three do another really, really common scenario, but let's say she just did not get to cleaning her bathrooms. So the bathrooms in her house have not been cleaned and I don't know for how long, you know, make up whatever time frame you want but it's really bothering her. And she really hasn't been able to get to any part of the bathroom. Not a single part, you know, not the soap dish, not the toilet, nothing, okay? So I'm curious, what do these three friends have in common? Is it option A, busyness? Do they all have too much on their plate? Are they overwhelmed because they're so busy? Or is it option number B, the laziness factors? I have very, very lazy friends. Could that be it? Or is it option C, all or nothing thinking? My friends had to do things exactly the right way or they wouldn't do them at all. Well, I'll tell you what I think. First of all, it was not busyness, okay? 
you're going to be surprised. But one of my friends, one of these three friends has plenty of time. She actually has too much time. She doesn't know what to do with all the time she has. Maybe we all have this problem, okay? <laughs> but my friends are not lazy, okay? So that option, what was that option B? No, no, no. My friends are not lazy. Not all of them are super busy. I know, hard to believe, but not everybody is. So I actually think it was option C, all or nothing thinking, because I noticed that all of these friends had something in common. And that is, if they couldn't do it the right way, they were just not going to do it at all. Does that sound familiar? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I started out this podcast saying we are all guilty of this, right? <laughs> like, we're perfectionists, you know, we want to do it right or we don't want to do it. So let's take my first example, friend number one, and she hadn't worked out in a whole year. And the reason why is because it's COVID and her gym was closed. It's shut down. She can't go to the gym. And here are her thoughts about it. And this is going to sound so familiar to you. Like we've all done this in so many ways. If I can't go to the gym, it's not a quote unquote real workout. If I'm just walking around the neighborhood, I'm not getting a workout. If I'm doing a YouTube video, it's not a real workout. I know if you're listening and you do work out, you know it's not true. But the way she's thinking in our example, and again, we all do this, you, me, we all do it. It's a great example. And here's what she's thinking. A workout is going to a gym and getting on the machines and doing her thing and whatever it is she does. And anything less than that, it just didn't make sense for her to do. So her alternative, and I know it sounds really obvious when I'm putting it out there, but when we're in it, it so is not obvious. But she's thinking, I'm not going to do anything because why bother? What good is a walk? What good is a little bit of exercise in front of YouTube if I'm not getting a real workout in? I'm not even going to bother. So now let's talk about my friend who had that class that she wanted to take. And this class was so important to her. I just want to really emphasize that because it wasn't just, oh, a nice to have. This class is something she really wanted to do. And it was going to make her feel really good about herself when she accomplished, you know, when she's done and she's learned what she needed to learn. And her schedule is pretty busy. But to say she didn't have any time to take the class, here's what she didn't have time to do. She didn't have time to take the class in the way she was envisioning taking it. You know, sitting at a desk, turning on the videos, getting the notebook sitting there for hours at a time. But there are other ways to take a class, you know? <laughs> I don't know if I've told you how I take classes. I'm a little obsessed with taking classes. I just love it, okay? It's just one of my weaknesses. <laughs> I have a best friend and I always text her when I buy a new class because it's an addiction of mine and it cracks me up because it's kind of a healthy addiction. I don't take so many that it gets out of hand, but <laughs> I just love me a good class. Anyway, 
I've learned to do classes in the most unique ways. My favorite way is when I do yoga. So when I do my yoga, I'll turn on the video. If my class has a video component to it, I'll turn on the video and I can do my exercises because I know them so well while I'm taking my class. Other people I know can do the audio while they're walking, while you're doing laundry. I mean, if you want to take a class, please, you know, go take a class, even if you're busy. But probably what you don't have time to do is maybe sit down for three hours a day and take a class. But you see where this all or nothing thinking can be getting in our way? You know, because that's how we all think of taking a class. You know, we all went to school growing up, so we envision it the same way, but it's 2021, you know, <laughs> classes are not the same now as they were when we were little. You can do it online. All right. Now let's talk about the one that could be a little sensitive. Okay. We're going to talk about my friend who didn't clean her bathroom. This is such a great realistic example because it sounds a little gross, but so many of us have been there. So let's pretend friend number three. And you can guess why she didn't clean her bathroom. You know, I don't have to tell you by now. You got it. She was tired. You know, COVID is just tiring us all out. And she did not have the mental or physical energy to clean that bathroom from top to bottom. If I can't do a really good job, why bother? Why bother? Why do it at all if I can only get the toilet cleaned or if it just looks half done? See, like I said, when you talk about it, it seems really obvious, but when you're in it, you just don't do it. And these are just examples that you may do, you may not do. But I know if you search deep within you, there are examples where you're doing the same because I do the same and I've never met anybody who doesn't. We all want to do things right. And because of that, we may not do it at all. So I would love to introduce you to a new way of thinking, new way of thinking, because to live a balanced life, you need to ease your way in. You know, you can't do everything at once. Balance means taking baby steps. It means doing things incorrectly. Maybe cleaning that bathroom not so clean, <laughs> but having it actually get done. It means doing things partially and being okay with that. It means maybe doing a video during yoga class if that's something you're okay with. Okay, I know I have some yoga teachers who listen to this podcast and you're probably gasping now and I'm sorry. <laughs> but for me, it works. It works. Because for me, it's like stepping in. It's easing in. Because with all or nothing thinking, you get nothing done, right? You get nothing done because you just stop. So think in your own life. Where do you use all or nothing thinking? Where is it getting in your own way? And what is all or nothing thinking? What is it really? So first of all, it's a form of procrastination. 
You don't have to clean. You don't have to exercise. You don't have to do new things. You can just wait and wait and wait until COVID is over. You can wait until all the stars align. But you and I know it's going to take forever. So it's a form of procrastination. But it's also a form of perfectionism. And that's why I know that so many people who listen to this podcast are probably doing this because a lot of us moms, and I talk to a lot of people who listen to this podcast, so many of us are perfectionists because if we can't do it perfectly, why do it at all? And I'm probably guilty of this more than anybody listening, so I'm not pointing any fingers. But instead of thinking about this all or nothing thinking and doing things perfectly, let's talk about creativity. How can we get things done imperfectly and still get them done? You know, it's so interesting because I love talking on this podcast about having fun. Having fun when we do stuff, having fun in our lives, because so many moms, we miss out on fun. You know, we don't even think about fun. That's why I like to talk about it because it's not even in our stream of consciousness because we're so busy. But when we do things imperfectly, we have the opportunity to make them fun. So let's take the class, for example, okay? Who wants to sit through, you know, like we were talking about sitting and taking notes and doing things quote unquote the right way? Like, How boring does that sound? But what if we can find a way to make it fun and maybe even make things easy? Because I think that's the secret. Do you agree with me? Making things fun and easy, that is the way to combat this all or nothing thinking. Let me give you an example of this so you can see how you can do this yourself in real life. Now for your own scenarios, I can't tell you what to do because we all do this, but we all do it with different things. So maybe my story will inspire you and you can think of a fun and easy way where you can combat this all or nothing thinking and just shove it down the toilet, okay? (laughs) Just like get rid of it. So to share a story, why not? Let's talk about my sweet little puppy. So we got the puppy and it's COVID time. So, you know, puppies need training and I have never had a dog before. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't even know anything about a puppy. I feel like I'm a new mom and I've never read a book. Like, I don't know anything. And I already told you that I'm absolutely addicted to taking courses. So you can guess what my solution was. I signed up for an online puppy training class. But, you know, I take a lot of online classes and I just assumed it was going to be a lot of video. (laughs) And I already told you how I watch my videos, that I do it when I exercise or walk or whatever. So I found this class and the class is absolutely amazing. You can ask me privately what it is. I highly, highly recommend it. But much to my shock, I get the class and It's not video. There's some videos, but you have to read. (laughs) You actually, it's like the old fashioned way, right? You have to read the website. And I'm like, oh no, (laughs) I do not have time to read. I don't know how I'm going to take this class. 
And time was working against me because we just got the puppy and he's getting older and older every day. And I know if you have a puppy, you may know this, but there's a very short window for socialization where you have to expose the puppy to sights and sounds and all kinds of things. And if you don't do it within a short time frame, your puppy or your dog, once the dog grows up, can have a lot of fears. So you want to expose your puppy to as much as you can at the very beginning. So I need to learn about this. I need to know what to do for my puppy. I want to start out right. But I have a new puppy, so I'm busy to begin with. And I don't have time to read all this stuff. What am I going to do? You know, I have lots of options. I could panic. I could quit the class. Probably that's the most likely one, right? All or nothing thinking. You're thinking, I'm frustrated. I was hoping it would be in video format. Forget it. I'm mad at the class. I'm not doing it. But I already told you the class was actually very, very good. Very good. And I have a new puppy and I can't exactly go and get the puppy trained because it's COVID time. So I thought, I've got to come up with a solution. So here's what I did, okay? (laughs) I'm already laughing. So what I did was I figured, you know, I have a Mac. There's got to be a way to teach my Mac to talk to me, you know? (laughs) So what I did was I figured out how to turn a website almost into audio. And it turned out it was so easy. I'll put a link in the show notes. It was literally a Chrome extension. I downloaded it. Five minutes later, my computer is talking to me while I'm doing my exercise. I kid you not, okay? It was awesome. And then it's totally win-win because I am an auditory learner. So if I read something, yeah, I'll learn it, but definitely not as well as if I'm hearing it. And the really cool thing about this extension, I really highly recommend it, is that it highlights what it's reading. So I made it really big and I'm able to read it and listen to it and exercise at the same time, okay? (laughs) I know I'm a crazy mama, but that is a good multitasking because I wasn't using the same parts of my brain. I was exercising and learning something at the same time. It really worked for me. It was fun. And I told you my dog is delightful, right? He's so cute. He's being socialized very well. I mean, I'm not doing 100% right by him. You know, I'm still learning. I'm making mistakes. And the process is actually kind of slow. You know, instead of reading really quickly, I'm listening to it. But I'm getting there. And that's all that matters. It's not perfect, but it's very, very, very good. And I just have to tell you that I take such delight in figuring out this puzzle. It absolutely thrills me. It thrills me to pieces. So think about this for yourself. You know, what are you stuck with that you have this all or nothing thinking going on? And instead of having to do things perfectly or not at all, Let's instead do things not perfectly. You know, let's have a very badly cleaned bathroom. But that's better than a bathroom that's not cleaned at all. So think about where you can do this. 
You know, where can you do things and not have it be perfect, but have it be so much better? Because you know what? That is what's going to make you a more balanced mom. Won't that be great? That is our goal for you. So thank you for listening today. And I do have a favor to ask of you. If you love this podcast, but have not yet reviewed it, I invite you, please go into iTunes, give me a review. It just means so much to me because, you know, that's the algorithm. That's how iTunes gets it to more working moms and let's help more people. You know, that's what it's all about. So I wish you the best. Thank you for listening. And I just wish you so much more continued balance. Take care.